0: Hi everyone and welcome to Absolute Clarity, the number one travel management podcast brought to you by Clarity, your business travel experts. I'm your host Kyle Daniels. Today for season four, I'm joined by Pat McDonough, CEO of Clarity. Hi Kyle. Good to be back. It is, yeah.
1: We've had a bit of a break, haven't we? Uh, But uh, yeah, good to get the podcast back on the road again.
0: Yeah, I mean, for those that didn't know, I think we were planning to launch season four just about when the pandemic struck. (laughs) So it really knocked us for six. Obviously, we didn't want to start trying to do a podcast during all that stuff that was going on because it was the last thing that people kind of needed to concentrate on. Uh, So what we've done now, obviously, with things starting to kind of come back, normality kind of on the horizon we thought that we would actually come back with a new season a bit of a mini season really uh, where we're going to talk to some uh, key suppliers just about what life's been like during lockdown for them and their companies and how they're coming out the other side of it so i wanted to get you on first part because obviously you've been a massive advocate of podcasting from clarity's side of things for those that don't know you just yet who are you and what do you do
1: okay so i'm chief exec of clarity uh, I've run the business since 2012, when uh, when we used to be a part of the Thomas Cook uh, cooperative travel joint venture, and uh, I've led it through the rebrand to Clarity, multiple acquisitions over the years uh, to the business it is today. Um, so uh, obviously, my role is is. Uh, is generally to lead the business. I take uh, a great deal of interest in the technologies that we're developing and, and that we uh, we release to the marketplace. Uh, often uh, our major accounts will see me on a regular basis. Uh, if we're uh, dealing with you as a, as a potential new account, you, you'll probably see me somewhere along the way as well. So, um, you know, always try to get Involved in everything we're doing um, and uh, and obviously the, the last few months have been uh, somewhat frustrating from that perspective. We've, we've all been sat behind computers uh, locked up at home, uh, which
0: has been really
1: quite a difficult time.
0: We were at the business travel show in February when things started to be muted around. We could be going into a potential lockdown. Obviously, this corona is getting worse, really. Uh, what was your kind of first understanding of it? I think probably, like everybody um
1: it it all didn't seem a, it didn 't seem real, did it? Um, I think we probably all thought that this was something that was happening on the other side of the world, and we needn't be worried um but I think probably around yeah around the time of the business travel show and and uh, and the weeks that followed uh, we began to become more concerned. At that point, we were quite confident that if we needed to move people out, we could do it. We're set up to to do that. Um, we can, you know, overnight move people out of an office into another office or into into a homeworking environment. Um, we moved incredibly quickly to make that happen. In the end, and uh, and we had everybody out um, by the afternoon. Um, the prime minister announced that we were going into lockdown. So we were pleased with that aspect of the plan. It was always a, a part of our business continuity planning to be able to move people around and move into a home environment. We we probably didn't expect to have to do it for this. So um, from a business continuity perspective, that went very well. We didn't miss uh, a beat really in terms of customer service. Um, So the the same very high service levels uh, our customers have come to expect were maintained. Um, In fact, um, our net promoter score and customer satisfaction rates have increased significantly over the last few months as we've dealt with with the challenge. We barely missed a call. I think the average answer time on the phones is about 12 seconds at the moment. So that aspect of it went really well. We had to deal with uh, a lot of customer disruption at that time, um, and that was quite a frustrating period. We know for a lot of customers who were um, maybe had uh, travel plans cancelled and were then trying to seek refunds, which has been, you know, really difficult with the airlines. But I'm, I'm very pleased with the way we've managed that. I think we had about 10 million pounds in airline cancellations, and uh, and so far. I think £9 million of that has been refunded to clients. We're working on the remaining £1 million that that we're trying to get back from the airlines and get refunded, um, but uh, we're confident we'll do that. And the business has adapted really well. So, so that first phase was good. Um, I know you mentioned we haven't been podcasting externally, but we repurposed the podcast and, and did that internally, didn't we? And, um, and that was a great way to keep people engaged and and in touch um so you know using the tools that we've got at our disposal in a in a slightly different way and uh, trying to find ways to keep people um people
0: in in the know yeah and i think a big part of it is keeping people motivated isn't it i think you see some companies doing homeworking or obviously taking part in that Unfortunately, it's not the case for everybody. Not every company is, is set up to do that. And I think when you've got, what was it, 650 employees kind of spanning the UK, Ireland and Europe, you need a way to get the message out to everybody, but also keep them motivated at the same time. So you're trying to find that balance between giving them correct information, but also getting them upbeat and keeping them upbeat at a time when they've got kids at home, uh, they can't leave the house everything's changed for them completely
1: yeah and entirely and actually the single biggest problem for home workers that, that i've heard is that uh it's that feeling of feeling isolated so uh you have to work extra hard to communicate with people and and keep them informed like you say but motivate them um when it's just you on your own um you haven't got people to bounce off quite as readily so we we needed to make sure that we were doing everything just to to keep the enthusiasm up but also let people know that that we're there so uh, some of it was dead serious business stuff uh, some of it was fun um on, a, on an almost daily basis people got to to hear me do terribly at a quiz um, so, um you know just uh, just anything really just to keep people feeling like they're a part of something bigger than than just simply, um, you know, locked away in a room in the house whilst they're trying to deal with, um, you know, something that was completely new and alien to all of us. Uh, so we we certainly worked very hard on that front and continue to do so.
0: And I think being able to um, – one of the things that you did on the internal podcast was actually open up questions from the audience so people could submit any questions they wanted to, be anonymously or if they wanted to put the name to it, they could – and it was obviously yourself as a CEO but also the group HR director and a lot of time it was the first time you were hearing the questions as they were coming in and read out to you on air was that nerve-wracking as a CEO to open yourself up like that?
1: Um, Not really because I expect that we should have the answers so so I'm not I'm never really worried that we'd be put on a back foot on anything if we didn't have the answer we could always come back but uh, but also because we've we believed in being transparent with people throughout this so um you know one of the well, I think one of the obvious things we had to tell people at the beginning of all of this was we we really don't know what's going to happen from here um because nobody's ever been through this before uh, as plans uh, began to emerge we made it clear to people what was going on uh, even when the business began to look at options for uh for right sizing to make sure that we were prepared for the future and that the business remained healthy we kept an open dialogue on that because that transparency is really important and and it's actually helped uh, a lot of people where uh, you know where we're, we're perhaps having to have difficult conversations being up front with people rather than doing things in the background
0: and and springing surprises on people has, has tended to work quite well. And you personally have been very busy during the lockdown uh, obviously you've Doing these things, but you're also helping people. You were on BBC Radio Manchester uh, a number of times to actually give advice to people who were obviously affected by travel,
1: yeah. So, um, mostly leisure holidays and so on, but we, we did a little turn on uh, on Radio Manchester and uh, and, and did a bit of a travel clinic, uh, so. Uh, just advising people on what their rights are and what maybe they should do next maybe if they're being asked for balances on holidays or if the flight's been cancelled and they haven't yet got the the refund or or the option to amend so uh, things like that so that was a I guess a a bit of uh, a bit of fun really in some ways some flashbacks um, to your leisure days, yeah, a bit of a flashback to the leisure days. Yeah. <laughs> trying to to help uh, somebody who's booked a cottage in Devon in 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 September and wants to know if he should pay his balance now, uh, things like that. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, a bit of light relief, I guess.
0: And you remember the BTA, yeah. And I know you've been working very closely with Clive and the, and the other members. Yeah, I mean, how difficult has it been? I mean, travel. I mean, a lot of industries have been hit very hard. I mean, travel seems to have been absolutely decimated depending on yeah. where you look. Uh, I mean, what's that been like? What the conversation's been like with BTA? So the BTA is
1: the Business Travel Association for those who, who don't know uh, what that is. It represents the, the, the business travel industry as a whole. Its membership base is largely business travel agencies, and we also have partner uh, members who are airlines, hoteliers, rail operating companies, car hire companies, and and, and so on. And, uh, and really, as a, a member of the board of the Business Travel Association, um, I've got responsibility towards the industry as a whole, and we work very hard to make sure that our voice is heard. So Clive, uh, who's the chief exec, has, has spent a lot of time lobbying government to be clear on things like quarantine, um, to look at alternatives where actually we can get people moving again, um, but trying to uh, encourage uh, businesses and, uh, and and the government to, to seek ways to do that safely. Um, Obviously uh, because of the nature of this, the restrictions of movements that um lockdown creates that the pandemic creates it, it has a very instant and direct impact on uh business travel spend. so almost overnight, business travel spend was reduced to about ten percent of its normal levels um The interesting thing about about what's been going on is we've been um moving key workers uh so that might may be people in uh in the healthcare profession, it may be people in important infrastructure uh projects, um more laterally, um not so much key workers, but some of the earlier uh people to travel, we've been moving the football clubs and uh and getting them to the to their games that they're, they're playing behind closed doors. So some activities been there. Um, but clearly, the majority of the normal discretional day to day business travel spend hasn't, and until the confidence comes back in the market for people to move again um that's that's gonna be you know similar for this, the foreseeable we We think September will see an increase in traffic we're getting that kind of indication from our from our customers. Certainly, the rail timetable is more like a a full timetable now. More hotels are open post the 4th of July um, due to the relaxation of restrictions on them. The airspace is now uh, more active, so we're seeing a lot more flights, particularly in and out of Europe to the UK. It also coincides with the holiday season. As people become more and more used to traveling and and being out and about in different places, I think naturally business travel comes back. But we recognize as well that our customers need to make sure that their, their travelers travel safely and compliantly and that their business or organization is is making sure that they fulfill their duty of care to to their travelers so uh, we've a way to go uh, but certainly our efforts as an industry are all focused around getting people moving safely
0: and you've been really busy obviously during this lockdown uh, especially with clients trying to keep people informed uh, and actually get some feedback from them so I know you've done a number of kind of surveys and uh, mm virtual roundtables, as they were. What have you gleaned from that? I think, first and foremost, uh, nothing we didn't really
1: know in terms of the volumes not being there at the moment and the reasons why they're not. Um, What we picked up as major themes was that a risk assessment or an, an additional approval process is almost certainly going to be required for the foreseeable future. So when somebody does request a trip, that may go through somebody for approval from a risk perspective. So is the business or organization happy for somebody to travel there? Has that person taken all the necessary precautions? Are they booking the right things and doing things in the right way? Um, and did uh, and they fully understand the risks and mitigations that they need to undertake? Um, so we picked up on that theme. Uh, there was a view and um i understand it that um that zoom and, and other video conferencing solutions will become more of a feature in the future i think that's true to an extent um but i also think that um in much in the same way that um sports teams have been playing behind closed doors um working on a zoom conference meeting somebody on on something like that um is fundamentally the same the same kind of activities going on but there's
0: something missing and uh necessity isn't it rather than desire
1: yeah i think it is and and i think um even for for those meetings you would say that you know being in person is a nice to have i think uh when people feel safer and they understand the value in terms of the uh, the non-verbal uh, communication aspects that people can pick up on in a meeting. The just the importance of actually being there. Um, I think you know we'll eventually see a return to to more healthy volumes. Uh, ultimately, um, I don't think in the majority of cases people travel for the hell of it. Uh, I think i think in the majority of cases people have got reasons to be at home and and uh, and not travel and, and and actually will travel only if if needed to so so we will see business return but it it won't return to the levels it was at in 2019 probably for at least 18 months and and possibly more than that um so so they were the you know some of the themes um there's a desire for technology to, uh, to help uh, achieve all of those things. And I think that's something we recognized really early on. So back in March, when, uh, when uh, the, the, the lockdown was unfolding, we made a decision as a business to increase our investment in technology and introduce things like additional levels of, of approval, Um, we've integrated uh, technology in the form of a new API, which will give us information around what each airline is doing to mitigate the impacts of COVID-19. So during the booking process on GoToBook, you'll be able to see that. Uh, So what that airline's uh, social distancing policy is, what their cleaning regimes are, whether or not they require you to wear PPE, whether or not they're offering flexible ticketing, um as an option will all be clear to you during the booking process um we've added uh further uh, attribute information in the booking process so you'll be able to see what's included in a fare, be it wi-fi or seat uh selection baggage etc just to further put people in the picture uh, we've in- in introduced a a clarity accredited standard uh for hotels so those hotels and chains that meet uh, minimum standard in terms of the mitigations for, for the pandemic will be uh, clarity accredited and you can search based on that attribute in go to book. Um, so we're, we're doing a lot to to make the booking process um, better in terms of understanding the, the various measures at play. Outside of that, we produced a paper, which is our quick start guide to getting your business traveling again. That's a 10 step guide, which includes anything from uh, getting the latest advice, which um, we issue twice a day, at least uh, through our travel alerts team. And we also have links and a uh, COVID-19 resource center on our website to, to keep people informed of the the latest restrictions, um, the requirements for each country people may be traveling to. Um, and then also, you know, right through things like what should you do about insurance? What do you do uh, about things like PPE, et cetera, et cetera. So we've, we've done a lot of work to prepare for a return to traveling uh, as and when businesses are prepared to do, to do that. So, what we're not in the business of doing is telling people when they should go back. It's uh, really about giving people the assurance that when they're ready to go back, these are the things you need to do. These are the things
0: we can help you with and making sure that we're there for them when they need us. Obviously, travel coming back. You mentioned September has been a key time. What are you doing in terms of the offices now? So you've had uh, a lot of staff homeworking. In Mm -hmm. fact, everyone's been homeworking, really. Are you now in a phase where people are going to start going back to the offices, starting to travel again? What's the plan there?
1: Yeah, so we're starting with uh, with our head office uh, around about the 18th of August. Obviously, the, the news that from the 1st of August, uh, the government wishes businesses to return to the office uh, if they can uh, coincides with that. Um, we'll then uh, gradually reopen other offices over time from there. So making sure that uh, we're taking all the right measures when we open an office. We will then learn from that reopening, apply those learnings to the next opening and just manage it very gradually. At the moment, uh, working from from home, uh, working remotely has been successful and, uh, and therefore there's no rush for us to, to rush back, but ultimately we do want to be back in those offices where it's possible. Uh, so, so that's underway now. In terms of traveling, we're practicing what we preach. So uh, we're allowing travel where it's necessary, um, but it will go through uh, an additional approval process for our people before they travel. Clearly, we're we're managing budgets to make sure that that we're uh, we're we're saving money wherever wherever we can, but. Uh, Where there's an imminent need for somebody to travel within the business, they will go through an approval process. They will complete a risk assessment. Uh, We'll do everything to make sure
0: that we're practicing what we preach. Final thing, really. I mean, as a man with two young boys at Mm -hmm. home, how has lockdown been for you personally? Uh, A mixed
1: bag, shall we say? (laughs) Uh, It's better now than than when you started. (laughs) Yeah. getting home haircuts these days though, so saving money. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say at the at first, it was really very difficult. I'm sure. Um, many people have been through more difficult times than, 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 we have. We're, we're fortunate. We're all safe and well, uh, which is the main thing at first. The hours exercise felt like, uh, it felt like you were in prison and you had an hour in the yard really, didn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and my inmates weren't uh weren't very helpful either at times so uh so i just found found that challenging the 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 kids got cabin fever I'm trying to work my my wife's got the harder job looking after the two boys uh when we got out it was nice to get out and we would go out in any weather just to get out of the house um as time's gone on it's gotten a bit better so um my eldest returned to school, which was brilliant. Uh it's been big for him. It's made a huge difference. Um just in terms of his development. Um just socially, not not even from an academic perspective. That's secondary yeah. for me. So that's it wears been wears really them out great. as well. They yeah, come back yeah. tired. <laughs> they come back it's tired. <laughs> which helps. So school's done now. So now he's on holiday. Uh it's been a bit noisy here today. Uh I've heard him in the background constantly this morning. They've gone out now, thank God. Um but I'm seeing some upside. So, you know, a couple of things. I'm 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 walking uh I, I was walking my eldest to school, which was great. Uh, it's an opportunity I would never have had before. Um, or very rarely, let's say. Uh so I, I, there's an advantage there. I'm saving two hours every day not driving into an office. So I like that. But uh the, the downsides are uh, they're obvious to me. I'm I'm a people person. I like to be out uh with our people or with customers uh or with industry colleagues. I I like I like to um to see people face to face. It feels like more happens that way. Um It feels like a more positive experience, so I'm missing that, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to getting out there again. Um, Life will be a bit different in that I probably will take advantage of being able to work from home a bit more often. I do see the positives there, but equally I can't wait to get back into the office and get back out meeting clients again.
0: Now before we go, I know that usually in the previous seasons we've done the whole first best and worst travel experiences and obviously you've been on multiple times. So we've had a lot of good stories out of your pat, But there's been a lot of negativity out there. I think everywhere you turn, it's there. So I want you to have a bit of a positive kind of end to the shows this season and talk about what is the kind of one positive that you've taken from this whole ordeal?
1: I'm going to give you a couple. Um, so there's not much good come out of this. Um, it, it's been you know truly awful for most people but um more time with family at home that's the obvious one as we said before second thing would be the way we responded as a business has been outstanding um I'm truly thankful for the people we've got within this business who kept everything on the rails kept it moving it's demonstrated how robust the business is but how how passionate our people are about it so Really pleased with that. That's been major for me, and I, and I think it's going to stand us in great stead on the other side of this. And then the third thing is, um, just as a, you know, from an industry perspective, we see this has affected people in so many ways in our industry, and there is some really bad news for a lot of people who who maybe lost their jobs and so on. But the strength of the industry, the camaraderie around the industry, the you know the support of uh of my peer group you know just that camaraderie if you if you like has been absolutely massive for me so that's that's made a big difference so three real positives come out of it i think um that time with family you know how impressed i've been with our business and how well we've done but also maybe just a dawning of a new era of um of better industry collaboration as well which i think has to be a good thing definitely
0: Pat, I want to thank you for coming on and joining us. I know that, obviously, you're really busy at the minute getting Clarity prepare for the other side of this, so thank you very much for, for giving us your time today. No problem. Obviously, as an audience, uh, things are going to change a little bit in terms of the release schedule, so usually we would do every two weeks, so every Wednesday. Obviously, starting today, going forward, we're going to have a new episode for you guys. If you've got any questions, comments, obviously feel free to let us know uh Twitter at Clarity underscore BT or you can email us podcast at claritybt.com. As always, I've been your host, Kyle Daniels. Thank you to Pat and we will see you next time on absolute clarity. Thank you.